Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, what's going on? Hey now, you're an all-star. You're an all-star. N-E-R-D, does that make sense? Big time. How are you doing? Yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, bro. Yeah? Yeah. Notice you're wearing a, wearing a jumper over a hoodie. It's not a jumper. <laughs> it's a fleece. Yeah, but it's not a whole, it's not a whole full zip though, so it's a bit strange. All right, let me ask you this. Have you ever, in a rush, like where you got to pop out the postman's there or something, yeah. I don't know, yeah. you just put a jumper on, no t-shirt? Oh yeah. Have you done that? Oh yeah, yeah. Have you done a fleece no t-shirt? <laughs> no, never. Well, exactly. So it's a jacket. <laughs> oh shit! Thank you. You've done me. Oh yeah, that's signing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, we're signing in. We're starting. No, I'm not doing this because you you were wrong. <laughs> so you can talk to Nick Frost all on your own. <laughs> well, you're giving away the guests. What it says in the thing anyway. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I like to uh, almost Pretend imagine. It's not. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, like my dad doesn't want to see trailers for films because it gives anything that gives the tiniest bit of plot away ruin. Yeah. Well, because your dad's too clever. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I could watch the whole film and still feel like I haven't seen it. <laughs> That's because you're thick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have actually watched the film twice and at the end gone I swear I've seen that <laughs> yeah I've done that fair times yeah. I swear all Matt Damon films I feel like yeah that. and that's because we're into film yeah. yeah and Matt Damon exactly I'll tell you someone that's not Matt Damon thank god yeah it's today's guest it's someone very special come on someone who's helped shape our taste in comedy and has been there via the medium of telly and film to inspire us through our teenage years up until now yeah facts no printer yeah this person has achieved so much that it's going to be fucking hard to cram it all into this shit show of a podcast. Sickening amount of success. Yeah. If I was to say to you Spaced, you'd say... Oh, yeah, I fucking love that show. Yeah. If I was to say Hot Fuzz, you'd say... Mm, part of the Cornetto series. Exactly. If yeah. I was to say Paul, you'd say... Daniels. Exactly. Well, no, the film. Oh, the alien. Exactly. If yeah. I was to say Attack the Block, you'd say... Nick Frost. No, don't say the name. Fucking all right. hell, yeah? You get the fucking gist. Yeah. It's not the Olympic swimmer. It's the other one. The writer, the creator, the high-grade gold ring enthusiast. It's Nick Frost. <laughs> 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 ah! 
You hit me in the eye. I said, not the eye, you prick. This is nothing more than an intro. Easy. Oi, oi. Hey. How you doing? Yeah, good, good, man. How are you? Yeah, good. Sweet. Where, where are you, sir? I'm in uh, Los Angeles. Nice. Nice. Oh, I love LA. It's, not, it's raining today, oh, which wow. is weird, but we were, I've been here since October, so then we're going home in April. Uh, can't wait. Yeah, you've had enough. It's just fucking weird. Everyone's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You've had true. enough of everyone telling you you're the greatest constantly. I don't trust anyone. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. They promise you the world, but give you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I quite like that. Unless you're here making American money. Yeah, yeah. I did a thing when I went, start, like years ago, 10 years ago, I started like probing agents by getting them to cuddle me at the end of meetings to see how committed they were. <laughs> And like some people said, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, not him, done. not him. Yeah, we did this thing. We started going into meetings and realizing that they're just chatting so much shit and just telling you everything. At first, we're like, this is great. Why didn't we come out mm. to America earlier? Like, yeah. they love us here, and they yeah. they've never seen the show. And uh, no. nah, and then then we started getting bored and just being hanging, going into meetings and that, and being like, all right, you try and drop the word in mixtape. I'm gonna say yeah. tiny keyboard, and then I'm, and then I had to do this with my mouth, and none of them noticed because they're just chatting. No. So yeah, they're all fucking psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great confidence boosting. Though. In the end, I went with an agent who who served up the best cheese board. Nice. Why not? Why not? Cheese board came out. I was like, whoa. You want a cheese a... board? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want some hams as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I did a thing. I made like we did. A film called Paul, like yeah. years yeah, ago, yeah. and uh, I was with like an agent at the time, and I didn't really trust him, and he didn't really like me, and like he screened the film, and he came to see the screener of the film, but my manager was also in watching it, and my manager said to me, texted me to say, "Hey, you should know that your agent left like ten minutes in." Oh wow! Wow! I was like, oh, okay, fine. So then I emailed my my agent and I said hey, oh, I phoned him I said hey you alright what did you see the film he said oh my god it's amazing it's amazing I said what did you think of the tornado at the end and the chase sequence and stuff and the twister he said man that was you know just I loved it I said there was no fucking tornado <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then that was it he got fired yeah yeah good. it's just it, it's just such a different world man like yeah but listen the job I'm doing here I've been on it for four or five months now yeah and everyone is lovely I trust everyone I don't my detector isn't going off. Yeah, yeah. I haven't wanted to, to hit anyone. Yeah. I'm like really lucky. I've got my family here and... and oh, that's know. sweet. Yeah, so oh, you threw yeah. everyone out then. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Why not? Yeah. I suppose they're doing fuck all anyway. It's lockdown, so you might as well. Yeah, at least here the lockdown's sunny. Yeah. Yeah. We've been going to the beach a bit and stuff. But I've missed the snow. I'm a big snowman. I love the snow. So Same. to like leave and then it snows, it's like, why does that always happen to me? <laughs> it's yeah, February. Yeah. What's it like out there? It's different laws state to state, right? Yeah. Well, people are starting to, you're allowed now to go and sit outside and eat a meal at a restaurant. Okay. But that's new. That's like a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Oh, that's But cool. if you're on the beach, you can see it and there's no one around. They're all right with that, you know. Oh, yeah. They're nice. Yeah. I mean, there's worse places to be in lockdown, really, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> can I just brown those for a sec? But can I say that Please. people just do nothing. I've watched like every episode of every series about five times. Oh, wow. Sometimes I've finished it and gone back and started it again. Wow, oh, that's mad. I think it's amazing. I think it's fucking great. Oh, thank you very really, much. best thing I've seen for like 10 years. Oh, wow. you know, it means a lot. It's still always mad for us when like, 
you know, to, to Brown knows you back. Like it, we were raised on like your stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like all I can say is that like, fucking hell, that's mad. <laughs> When someone uh, says that, yeah. So. What did you find working with Ashitala like? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a character, man. Yeah, he's a charmer. Yeah, he is, man. I remember doing a thing with Ash, and like we were doing, we were actually shooting a shot, and he was sat under the camera reading the Independent. <laughs> I had to say, can we fucking cut a sec? You can't just sit there reading the paper. Can you? Why don't you fuck off around the monitors? <laughs> You know you can be... watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to sit here and read. What? Just wheel him out. You don't even have to be on set, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's been a mad experience, man. But yeah, really appreciate it. Appreciate your kind oh, words. I love it. So how's uh how's lockdown been for you? Have you how long have you been out there? Uh, I've been here since October. I've got to say, lockdown has been fucking great for me. Yeah. Uh, mm. I mean, I know like a million, two million people have died. So I shouldn't I don't know if I should say that, but you, we can edit it. I've just <laughs> edit it so you, uh, I don't seem like a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Lockdown's uh, great. Yeah. Lockdown's been great for me. People yeah. dying. Yeah. Uh, the overweight forty-nine-year-old actor said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, "I've just, you know I've had a chance to just hang out with my family and my kids, and then you know when a lot of people haven't been working and losing jobs and shit, it's like I just got a job here, yeah. and it's amazing and." Yeah. It's like the best job I've ever had. So, you know, I've changed my mindset like 18 years ago, 18 months ago in terms of just trying to be a bit more fucking grateful. And, and uh, you know, I was a moody prick. So I am a moody prick. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean, it well. worked for 40 odd years, but then yeah. it's like, oh, too much, <laughs> yeah. too much for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've still got another 30 years because we've done 10. Yeah, you'll yeah. be all right for now. Yeah, yeah. That's where you're in lockdown. Nah, do you know what? You're right, though, because like, I feel like it's just been a reflective time for everyone. And it sounds like a wanky thing to say, but it's true. Like, it's the time you stop and then you're like, oh, actually, things aren't that bad for me. I, f- I saw that you were throwing down some sick munch uh, on the first lockdown as well. Yeah. Nice little uh, yeah. lamb legs yeah. and that. Well, especially here as well. It's like, the food's weird, so... Yeah, you know, at least once a week I make like a pie, and we have like pie and beans and chips. Nice. Yeah, it yeah. feels like we're back at home again with cups of tea. Yeah, yeah, sick. I, I see you're a gold man as well, so I threw on all my rings. Oh, around. nice. I tried to outgold you, but I think you done me. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I got a couple more, but it makes me feel like Club Lang or Mr. T. That person, but <laughs> yeah. and then I get weird, yeah, yeah. suspicious looks over here. People think I'm a tr- like one of the traveling folk or a tinker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, he had a lot of gold on. Oh yeah, my God, yeah. I say, I tell him it was so my ex-wife couldn't get hold of it, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we're, you know, oh, that's smart." Completely lost on them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should have taken them to court. <laughs> what is that made out of? Yeah, CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's a big thing over here too. Yeah. I mean, everyone's everyone puffs, and that's I don't anymore. But it's like I said to my girlfriend, "Yeah, all right, we get it. You puff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like. Yeah, it makes it feel a bit boring for me. Yeah. Because I liked it when it was naughty and you went and it was a mission and it felt... Yeah, the journey like of it. You'd won at the end of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everything, just quite everywhere. And it's like, all right. Yeah, we yeah. preferred it when weed was underground. We're the same, we don't really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're yeah. right, like, going, going there, getting it. It's like the same thing with, like, music, like, you know, going to get a vinyl, going to a shop, bringing it back. And, and appreciating yeah. it do you know what I mean yeah you're right and also having to wait for it sometimes yeah, yeah. I mean as a younger person I fucking hated having to wait for things yeah I waited yeah, at same. Texaco Garage in Brentford for literally four <laughs> hours before like yeah. and been told five minutes for four yeah. hours oh my god yeah I hate it. like pent up anger but then they <laughs> yeah. turn up yeah. 
And I'm not going to tell hey! this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, this guy can kill me. But in my mind <laughs> yeah. before, I'm going to kill him. And then, hey, man. Oh, sorry about the wait. <laughs> no, nah, no problem. God, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Minus four. We're so weak. <laughs> um, this is um, a very useful part of the show. Um, for when you um, need things to do, it's the recommendation part. I don't. I know you're busy filming at the moment, but have you been uh, like watching or reading or listening to anything you could recommend? Um, I've been watching. I went back because the in the house I've got like the only TV they have is like like smart TVs with apps. Yeah. So uh, I think maybe that a lot of people have that now. But I was really missing fucking adverts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was weird not having adverts between things. But um, I've been watching like uh, I watched that show Boardwalk Empire. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it came oh. out like 15 years ago, but I went back and started it. Yeah. It's kind of hardcore, you know? Yeah. yeah. I want to watch that thing. What's that four blocks like? Oh, it's fucking sick, man. Like, yeah, for anyone out there, it's set in Berlin and it's about the Lebanese mafia there. I mean, mm. and it's proper. And it's sick because it's um, it's not just written by some guy that's got no clue about it. it, it like, they, they obviously care about it because the one of the leads is like a famous, like, road rapper from out in Berlin. And there's loads of, like, Lebanese rappers in there as extras and stuff and right. yeah. I can't really watch the interviews and that so I can't really t- can't understand German or whatever but it seems like it's pretty legit man but yeah it's sick. Well, I saw the pictures you, you posted of them at like an award ceremony yeah skidding up on the red carpet yeah yeah, yeah I just thought that's sick yeah. <laughs> yeah it's the type of thing that I wish I do I did do but um, punk style I'm like on the verge of a panic attack on a red carpet. They, yeah, yeah, they look good. Oh yeah. my god, I hate, I hate it. Yeah. Do you? I'm not a red carpet person at all. I, really... I just think, why are we like no one knows who I am. Why am I going down here? Like this, yeah. you're just embarrassing <laughs> yeah. me. Massively. The first time, uh, yeah. first time we had to go to the Baftas. Um, I don't know if even we was nominated. Like no one knew who we were, and uh, and and I was like, oh, this is gonna be peak. They're just gonna, you, you know, it's like everyone's walking, and then they still see like Holly Willoughby in what an interview or whatever. Yeah, and then we're, we're getting fucking ushered by the security. Come on, guys, come for it. Keep going, keep quick, going. Quick. Like, they think we just work for someone. Yeah, yeah. We don't want anyone to see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, I, I hate the fact you got to wear a suit to go out the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just fucking hate. It. That's a good thing about America is I've been to a few like premieres here and screenings and they're really casual. Really? You know, everyone's like in shorts and... Yeah. Teslas and shorts. Yeah, yeah. The top half's really glam, but the bottom half's short. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hate that feeling that, especially when you got like, a biggish premiere and they put a car on and you... They have that thing where they kind of... It's on Leicester Square, but like mm. security move and you drive into the square yeah, yeah, and then you get out. I think when you can feel the disappointment of 5,000 <laughs> yeah. teenagers yeah. as you I struggle to get out of a car. Uh, oh my God. It's tangible, that feeling, you know. And for us as well, because we've done fuck all before, so we can't believe it. They send yeah. a Mercedes to come and pick you up. You're like, oh, wow, amazing. Yeah. But because on that night we were, I think we were nominated, so we had to be in our normal suits or whatever, but we were also going to present as Corrupt FM. Right. it's not like in, in your mind it would be like okay so your management have got your clothes waiting for you back then we're turning up with them I'm turning up with my corrupt clothes in a plastic bag yeah so yeah and, and then I, <laughs> we come out of the car and immediately someone's waiting there and of course you're not just getting picked up by Mercedes or whatever whoever the company was there's a catch they want to get a photo of you as soon as you come out of the car right and you know, I'm just standing next there next to the Viano yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah with a plastic bag in my hands <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Are you both from Brentford? I'm from Kingston originally, and oh. he's from Brentford. Yeah, so I, like, am. I I basically used to come and see. Steve's from Brentford as well, and Asim, right. who plays Jabari, he's from Hounslow. So they were all from West, and I just before this, I just used to come up and smoke with them because it's that twenty yeah. minute bus. Yeah, I live in Twickenham. Oh, oh okay. My, my dad lives there. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I know where is where you're shooting them and things like that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And and you're from where are you from originally? Essex. I'm from Essex. I'm from Dagenham. Dagenham. Oh, yeah. Dagenham. It's kind of grim. I've been through it a few times since, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Glad I'm out of here. I don't need any more Little Mermaid towels, <laughs> which is like an overwhelming memory of going to Dagenham Market and just going to buy buy towels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it's known for, isn't it? The market in Dagenham. It's known for it. Dagenham's known yeah. for its towel work. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the hub of London's towel district. A massive towel factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Ford factory shut down, and they replaced it with looms. <laughs> Ask. If you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. What was it like being from there then? Like, because uh, it always interests me when someone's not from, you know, like a sort of uh, acting school, middle class sort of thing, and how and how it was for them. Like, what was it? What was that like then? You, you, I think the reason people just do nothing was, you know important for me is because I could see what I did as a kid mm. in what you in what corrupt FM did yeah. in terms of you know in 1988 it was I was 16 and we were driving to a uh, you know a petrol station to meet a bloke who was going to drive 20 of us to a place and then we were going to meet other people and then follow them down to like a Sunrise party or telepathy or rain dance. Sick, or, Sick. yeah, yeah, um, amazing. Early rain. So you're a jungle man. Well, I was a, I was a hard house man, and then when we lived in, I lived in Camden for a long time, so I started to go to metalheads. Mm. Oh, Sunday. Yeah, uh, shout No one else would come with me, so I'd go on my own. Yeah, which was really that's sad. A, that's a real raver. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but my real love has been acid techno. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I like the payoff, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the 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 drop. Anything that builds and then just drops is is good for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. But in you know amongst that, there's in like '97 when uh, like Scott Garcia's "It's a London" thing came hey, out. I was like, yeah. my ears pricked up, Sick. and that took me on a journey through UK garage. You know, Amazing. but I've always been a like a, an underground fan and stuff. But yeah, I never wanted to be an actor. I was happy getting into trouble and doing deals and being, you know, I went off and lived in Israel when I was 18 for two years because I just had to kind of get out of London for a little bit. Yeah. Is that to do the, um, the what's it called? Like when people like work? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was right on the Lebanese border. So okay. I was there. Oh, sick. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. What is Kibbutz? Sorry. It's like a farm. It's like a farm where you go to like, it's like a commune, but they have yeah. like a, loads of apple trees. So they pay you, they give you a room and then you just pick the apples or or kiwi fruits or cherries or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like it was like a version of traveling and and, and meeting people right back then. Yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. full of Australian like p- people and South Africans and yeah, yeah. Icelandic. Yeah, it's, it's it was great for me anyway. Sick. But yeah, I just came back and I worked at a place called Chiquitos, like Mexican restaurant. Oh, Chiquitos, yeah, 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 yeah. There was one in in, in Staples Corner. Okay, yeah. So I worked there for ages. And then I just happened, Simon Pegg happened to come in and 
his girlfriend worked there, so I became friends with him. Oh, wow. And I just was the funniest waiter, <laughs> which is something I'm still proud about. Yeah. And then just he wrote, he wrote Space with Jessica and said, you've got to come and do this character in it. Was he from, what, was he from near there then? Or was no, that... he's from Bristol, like yeah. Gloucester. Okay. And then, but his girl lived near there and she was yeah, working there. They yeah, they both moved. Wow. He was going to be a stand-up, so they came to London for him to do that. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I feel like Spaced and People Just Do Nothing share a similar kind of enjoyment for people where they watch it and get high. Yeah, like, yeah I, right. I feel we share that because that's, that's how I watch Spaced. Yeah. Really. <laughs> like, that's how I really got into it. A little yeah. bit older, stoned out of my box, like... Wow. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is out there. So how did that happen then? So he's he's writing this thing and then he's like, we're mates, you're quite funny. Do you want to try it? Sort of yeah, thing. yeah. Well, we've written you. Well, I did a character for him in the pub and that, which was Mike. Oh, sick. And he said, you've got to come and be Mike in the show. And, you know, I didn't take it seriously. It, w- it was like a curse for me to have to come and <laughs> do an acting, you know, yeah. to learn lines. And, yeah, it, yeah. I was a great waiter. And that yeah. was, I'm good with it. I was good at that. That was your craft. That was great. I was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I was probably top 10 <laughs> yeah. best Tex-Mex team waiters in the country. <laughs> of all time. Of all time. It's up five dead or alive. I yeah. could spin 15 trays. <laughs> nice because <laughs> uh, it's because it's one thing being funny in the pub like with your mates and this is something we've we've you know learned as well because uh we like cast our friends and stuff and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't yeah but yeah it's one thing being funny like that where you feel confident you feel comfortable but how was it then you know i guess having to do it in, in front of a room of 30 people and stuff i hated it mm. uh i was terrified you know i just was afraid all the time and yeah of learning dialogue and I didn't want to do it, but I, I kind of got a buzz out of it, you know, out of yeah. making people laugh and yeah. and then realise, I, look, I mean, I burnt my bridges at Chiquitos after I left. After <laughs> I got home, kind of not realising that it takes like a year to edit it. <laughs> and like, I thought I'd just have be a movie star from then yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I've made it. I've fucking done it. I've done it. Yeah. And like, they gave me my, my pay, which was like nothing. Yeah. And I blew it in eight weeks. Yeah, like, easy. Yeah, no one had ever given me nine grand before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know that feeling. Yeah. Nine grand. I'm literally a millionaire. I, could, yeah. I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa! It's all in my bank at once. There's a great montage here coming up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me blowing it in eight weeks, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, now what? So I had to go back. I had to go back to other other restaurants. Yeah. Even when I was doing Shaun of the Dead, I was still wait, waiting tables and stuff. So wow, wow, I wasn't, wasn't sure yeah. which one I was going to go for. Yeah. yeah, that was like 20, 20 years ago. But even now, it's it's uh, you know, there are nights when I'm shitting myself and I hate it, and yeah, it's a real, a real stretch for me to have to do this all the time because it's it's fucking hard. You know, it's it's difficult to when I look at crew. I love crews. I love sitting and listening to to crews work and. And what they do, and, and they—I don't think I've hardly ever seen a crew fuck up at all in any way, shape, or form. You know, sometimes yeah, you're right. You have to do a, you know, a lens pull up. You, you know, a, mm. what's it called when you're that focus pull? When you do a focus pull, you know, sometimes you've got to do that a couple of times. But I've never seen yeah. anyone fuck up so bad that they've had to kind of stop or over. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure on for me as an actor to. Yeah, definitely. Be that good and to be that trustworthy, you know, because it's... To maintain a full erection the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And sometimes uh, to come twice. Yeah. 
That's insane. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm 48 now, so it doesn't happen. I'm 35. Yeah. It's never happened. The second one's like dust or gravel, but... <laughs> A little pearl drop. Yeah, one little pearl. I call it Pepsi and Pebbles. <laughs> oh, man. And then, so, did you find, maybe being from, like, where we're from, well, I, I certainly do sometimes have, like, imposter syndrome sort of thing, but, like, did you feel like there was a moment, like, when you were filming that like actually maybe this could be me maybe this could be something i do do maybe this um, isn't just fucking around anymore i think it just uh, you know i think it just evolved into that you know yeah when i yeah. realized i was getting jobs all the time and people yeah. like what i did and you know i know bill nye bill nye's a mate of mine and he still feels the same like he's gonna get a tap on the shoulder and i don't think that goes and i think that's probably a good thing yeah yeah i, I do too but the thing there was an odd thing that and I still have it now, but because you've become slightly well-known and famous that people would look at you in pubs, men would look at you in pubs. Mm, yeah. And I'd always get that weird feeling like, oh, this is not good. I'm just going to fucking kick off now. You know? <laughs> yeah, What's he yeah. looking at? It's like, and then you go to the toilet and then a couple of them follow you in. You're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I love Paul or I love Tap the Block or something. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. sweet. Tying your shoelaces up, putting your gold in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I know that feeling. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. And then so so after after Space, you and Simon, just, it just felt like a double act, like all the films you've done. Yeah. Was that all him always writing with Edgar Wright kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. And where did he come into it? Did uh, Edgar Wright do space? Edgar did space, yeah. Oh, so okay. it was, you know, Edgar and Simon wanted to go and do films and stuff. So it was like, you know, right. we went and did films, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think I was lucky enough. I mean, I'll probably understand what I did, but just uh, I liked hanging out, you know, and yeah. having a laugh and developing characters. And uh, well, you weren't, I mean, you weren't developing characters then. You were just smoking and being a fucking idiot and. Yeah, yeah. Silly voices and, you know, being different people. Yeah, man, that's exactly it. That's that's how we done it, yeah. I think how many t hours did I just sit in front of the telly, just talking to the telly about advert, or, you know, just laughing and rewinding things and yeah. get people involved and yeah, yeah. just being idiots, you know. Yeah. Who knew you could monetize that? I know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, true. it's so true, all man. Those t all those hours of watching crap actually paid off yeah. like my yeah. mom everyone was wrong fuck you teachers yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's not gonna help mm. were you always heavily into sci-fi then as well yeah i was a kind of i was a weird kind of mishmash because on one hand i secretly loved dungeons and dragons and space 1999 and yeah and alien and but i was also a big wig in the rugby team. Oh, okay. And those things didn't kind of mix. No, polar opposites, yeah. Also, I was like a, a member of the Canal Club as well. So <laughs> nice. that's amazing. Like, every year we went away for a week at Easter on, and like we'd have meetings about canals and stuff and people would show slides. And you were raving to metalheads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just slipping in and out of the rugby so they didn't know, you know. Oh, bad. So you had like loads of dirty little secrets, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's even the other way around. Even if the Canal Club knew you were uh, like this rugby jack, they'd be like... Oh, oh they'd be God. terrified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it because I could open a lock. Yeah, uh, you know, oh, nice, more than yeah. anyone. You're in it for the physicality of it. <laughs> I liked opening locks. I liked <laughs> yeah. people seeing how I could open locks. <laughs> Check this, sick in it. Yeah, the water displacement that guy's. Wow, that's a lot of power for one man. <laughs> he should play rugby. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. I hate rugby. Anyway, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually live uh, near the Lee Valley. 
right. now. I don't know if you know about that one. There's a big ice rink there. Yeah, there is. Exactly. Yeah, remember, yeah, they used yeah, to have yeah. raves on the ice rink. I went to see Rebel MC there on New Year's Eve 1988 or something. Sick. <laughs> oh, right. That's mad. I didn't realise it was open that long. Yeah, because here there used to be a club called, I think it was The Ends or something like that. It was like a drum and bass club back in the day. I used to go to squat parties all the time. Right. And I, and I used to come, um, but I'm not from here originally, obviously, and I used to come from all the way from Kingston and that. It felt like an alien world because obviously it was completely different back then. Oh, I used to... I mean, I think that's just my brain and that fear of being murdered by older men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, I mean, I used to like some parties, but there was always that. My fear was always up that, oh, who are these fucking scumbags? Oh, yeah. There was always an element of danger in a rave. Yeah. That's what made it good, though. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I used to go to a place called Sunnyside Up and it was a, was it SW1 Club? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if it's still there, but we used to go to that and it was... You'd go out Saturday and then Sunday it would open at 7am and go till four in the afternoon. Fucking hell, nice. yeah. And that walking, because it had two floors, it had an upstairs and a downstairs. Yeah. And the upstairs was so weird and dark, yeah. but I barely, like going up and walking around was like a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. see the weirdest shit going on, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it was amazing. Yeah, especially when there was um, sort of little confidence boosters that you could uh, partake in. Yeah, you make you forget how fucking fucked up and mad. How afraid you really were. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it all makes sense now. Then you'd go home on a tube (laughs) train at three in the afternoon with oh man, like a sarong on and no shirt, wearing (laughs) elbow glasses, wondering why families were moving away. (laughs) Hey guys, it's Ron here, and you're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast. It's time to take a breath. If you like how that felt, then go to www.ronsbreathing.com. Thanks, guys. Coming back at you like Cleopatra, Ron. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha ha! Ha 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 ha! Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down! You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast! UK stand up! The world's greatest! The best there ever was that ever lived! Series 2 out now, motherfucker! Oh, gosh! Ha-ha! Are you ready? Check it! Check Are it! Are you ready? Check it! Fucking drilly right now! Ha! Did I use that in the right sort of context, man? Oh, yeah, G, that's calm, G. Like, calm. like, drilly's like, as long as you're on the up block, like... The what? Op block, like. Op block. Yeah, like, that's like a hot, like, a, a, like. Is that a, like out, sort of outside? Yeah, yeah, G. Right, like, G. hey, man, like, I don't even know anymore. Man's sanded out, G. Oh, serious. Man's in Zanzibar, G. Oh, that's so calm. Cotch, cotch, cotch. Anyway, I'll cotch you later, G. Yeah, G, come. Talk about hot fuzz as well, man. Like, for us, like, Sean and the Dead, hot fuzz, these were all like, the first time we'd seen comedy UK comedy films that were actually well, funny, yeah. like for us, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it was always telly before that. Yeah, um, I think we were really lucky that we got to do films. You know, yeah, I think there's a world where they did it. They, they didn't trust us or yeah. didn't believe in it as much. But Hot Fuzz, we uh, the whole crew and all the cast lived in little cottages down in uh, Wells, which is where Edgar's from. Wells is that um, in that- Somerset. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Like oh. near Wookie Hole. Yeah. And Cheddar Gorge and that. And uh, Edgar loved, he wanted to shoot in his hometown. And like every night the locals would hold him aloft like a, 
son. Yeah, yeah. But like, it was amazing because me and Simon shared a cottage Sick. and everyone else was living nearby and all the crew were nearby. So it felt like we kind of took the town over for eight weeks and mm. like at weekends would go and bowl like against the locals or it just felt like art, felt like you were making a bit of art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like we, when we had night shoots and that, me and Simon would go home at like 6 a.m. Night shoots were good, sorry. We shot in the summer. Oh. And like for two weeks we were shooting at night. But we couldn't start until 11 p.m. And then we had to wrap up at past three, four, because the sun was coming up. Oh, shit, yeah. Perfect, for yeah. a lazy fucker like me, I was yeah. like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that too. It was great. But like, um, it was warm, you know, and we were living in the countryside. And just good like, I remember fucking listening to birds and mm. me and Simon would come home and sit and we'd drink like breakfast wine because we didn't have to work until midnight, you know. And yeah. It just felt amazing, you know. You'd see everyone around town and... You'd have beers with the locals and they were... Because I was dressed as a copper for, as well for half the time. So <laughs> the amount of old... I helped an old woman up once and, like, I had to tell... I had to, re, like, try and remember where everything was. So when people would come and ask me, I could just... Rather than saying I'm not a copper, I could just yeah. say, yeah, well, you know, the cathedral's down there on the left. Past just down there. And it was just easier to do that, you know. Yeah. Were they were they all happy with you lot there, or was there was there any like a uh, controversy because people are filming here? I think there's always that element anywhere yeah. you go, right? Yeah. yeah. But we were very good. Like, there's like a really weird club down there, which is in an old cinema. Yeah. And we'd been asked. We went down a few times, and they wanted us to do the meat raffle. So like we'd come down and draw the meat raffle and like give away prams and do do a bit <laughs> for the local. We were doing our bit, and I think that yeah, it yeah. kept them sweet. Well, that's it. I mean, yeah, you basically became part of the community for the time, which yeah. I think that's what all those places want, really, right? The yeah, community. well, they want to be respected, and they yeah. want to know yeah. that you're, you know, you're not taking the piss out of them. Yeah, and you're yeah. not better than them. I think exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah. we when we shot Shaun of the Dead, we were we filmed a lot of the exteriors in Millwall, just in an estate. Yeah, and uh, we just. A different vibe. We were just constantly fucking egged by youth. Yeah, really. Doing shots and like a cameraman would get hit with an egg and go down. And well, you'd see what would be worse than being hit is like having one whiz past you, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then you look up and they're just all there. Yeah, don't yeah. give a shit. They don't give a fuck. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the end, we had to get our our security team went and found like six local boys and then paid them to do our security. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. And it yeah. got a lot better. Yeah, that's how you want to do it. You it was to, great. You, you integrated again. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got yeah. The kids can come on set if they want and they yeah. can do what they want. And... Yeah. That's all it is. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because I feel like it's probably exactly the same thing. It's basically village mentality, one in the city and one in there, isn't it? It's like people yeah. are coming here. They, do they think they're better than us? Once you communicate and integrate, it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. No, they see that they're just, we're as fragile and stupid as you, you lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not better <laughs> yeah. than you. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel they must get frustrated sometimes when, like, when we're filming in Brentford yeah. and there's someone going, "No, you can't hold on five minutes," yeah. and they're like, "No, I've got to pick my son up from school," and then they yeah. just kind of walk through, and then everyone's frustrated. Ours was all right at first, like especially because filming on an estate, you can't just, do you know what I mean? You can't just rock up and film an estate, especially when we're doing the YouTube stuff, because yeah. like, you have to. It, it kind of means that you know you know the estate and you know the people, right? Because otherwise yeah. you wouldn't be able to. But that was our generation. But then once we've been doing it for like 10, do you know what I mean? Like fucking 10 years or whatever, you're, 
no one knows who the fuck you are. And you, you know, all those people you used to know are all like, like dads or moved off the estate. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then suddenly there's little 15 year olds on push bikes and you're nothing to them anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, Did you same get sort any, of, was there ever any trouble? Do you know what? What would happen was when you're getting dressed and you're not there, it, uh, the people like the locations or when the cameras are sitting up, they'd be like, oh, there's a few kids, blah, blah, blah. But when you come through and you're sort of dressed as grinder and you're talking yeah. like that, then you're just like, you just chat to them and then it's cool. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, I mean, in terms of just being like, looking oh, like grinder and corrupt, no, you know, but what? not coming from that estate, essentially. Oh, do you know what? No, because we knew a lot of the guys off that estate originally. Oh, really? Yeah. And before that, that's how I grew up and how I dressed. And, do you know what yeah. I mean? So I never felt like, oh, my God, am I appropriating a culture? I'm like, well, that, that was yeah, my yeah. culture. I was part of that culture. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, like, Hugo and Steve being from Brentford knew all the guys. And then so before that, we used to, like, we used to make music, like, actually make music, but, like, like hip-hop and that. And, and through that, you kind of just... You, you kind of knew the, knew the I, guys. I had it know. where we were filming a scene and I jump out the car and then they drove off. Like, <laughs> and I thought they were going to turn around and come back and get me. And then I had to walk back through the estate in my full character clothes and people were just going, all right, Beats. And I was like, all right, mate. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was nothing. Like <laughs> I actually lived there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Not differentiating it, even though they live there and know you don't live there. Yeah. So I feel like we're kind of, not to people that are unaware of the show, but if you are, like, we're kind of symbolic to that kind of estate. Mm. Also, if you don't know, if you're a kid and you're not aware that what a mockumentary is, yeah, 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 then you are grinder to them. You are yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It happens all the time, especially because yeah. we do the music and that as well. Like when you're filming and they got a massive spliff and they go, "Do you want some?" Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. I'll be in an anxiety-induced coma. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, it's happened bad times, isn't it? Like, or we'll be filming and they're like, Rhonda, what are you, what are you lot doing anyway? I'm like, um, I'm still in the middle of a scene. And they're like, oh, all right. yeah, sorry. Sweet, sweet. what are you lot filming around it? Yeah, 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 I'm just there. Is it right for... Doing it <laughs> now. 20 people there all looking at us. <laughs> yeah, you're in it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, right, sorry. Well, once you tell them the camera's on and then they're off. Oh, no, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, yeah see you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what interests me? Like, obviously... On stuff like Spaced, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, uh, you weren't a right, you weren't credited as a writer on it, right? But were uh, you were you part of the process? Yeah, well, look, I mean, because we were all mates and stuff. Yeah, like you lot, you, you're throwing stuff around and exactly, yeah, and it's it's funny and oh, let's put that in or let's make that this or yeah, and also you know I didn't want to. I was I've always been aware that. That's their thing, you know. Yeah, that was yeah, their yeah. writing process. So I didn't want to say, oh, what about me? You know, I was never that <laughs> yeah. needy in terms of wanting that, you know. Yeah. Because I knew that after they'd finished their bits, it would come down to me and I always got a pass on it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was, I didn't mind that. I was yeah. happy with that, you know. And uh, I felt part of it. Yeah. How much of it was, uh, obviously, you know, from the other side of things, yeah, you're throwing around ideas, stuff like that as part of the process but on the day how much of it is improv in in though it's especially in the films and that, that you've done yeah well no, i'd say none of it because oh, okay. we were all we we had big rehearsal periods for all right. those films and then anything that was funny in rehearsal we'd then put it in the script because right. when it came to shooting we had we didn't have much time and edgar wanted to you know we were shooting on film 
We had a lot to do. We didn't have much time to do it. So there wasn't time to... Yeah. Yeah. Got about, you. really. Yeah. Like, Edgar, would, you'd always hear, like, if me and Simon were mucking about or laughing a bit or you just hear Edgar's little voice, guys. <laughs> and you knew that, all right, come on, it's time to move on now, you know. Yeah, yeah. He would hate working with us. Right. Way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think also that... It, in terms of improvising, actors, because we're selfish beasts, yeah. uh, improvisation usually ends up with an argument. <laughs> no one wants the last, no one wants, no one wants to give the last, the last word to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's what, you know, that's what they usually become. And you haven't got time, you know. That's surprising though, because it all seems so uh, natural. I mean, yeah, exactly. I was obviously a chicken. We're good. Acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking hell. You, good, you guys baby. can actually act. We can't. Yeah. We just talk on the You're day. You're in LA. I'm in a garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you uh, got a lot of nice plug sockets, though. I do, man. I can charge. Killing it. Charge. Yeah. 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 I'm proud of that. So was your first act uh, writing? Uh, what well, Paul was the first film that we wrote. Paul, right. You and Simon, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'd, I'd, written a, I'd written a book. I'd written a novel. Fucking hell, I didn't Before know that. that, you know, I always wanted to be a writer. I never wanted to be an actor. Oh, wow, okay. But it wasn't... It'd never been published, but when I got... Was that the Canal Diaries? <laughs> there is a... I did write a thing called the Canal Diaries. Uh, <laughs> but that was a really weird mockumentary about me and Simon, and like we give the crew the night off, and then they come back, and the boat's on fire, and they break into it, and... <laughs> find me and Simon fucking in one of the bunks. That was, like, <laughs> oh, the, sick. That was the end of that. Sick. Uh, my book was, it was about my time in, in Israel, you know, living in... Oh, wow. And I wrote it, there were no, computer, <laughs> no computers, so I wrote it on a typewriter, and I didn't have a table, so I did it on, like, an ironing board. Fuck it, And I wrote nice. it because I was, there was this girl that I really fancied, and I was kind of spinning that I was going to be a writer and stuff. So okay. I wrote a novel just to impress a girl. Check this That's out. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Is, the, is your copy? <laughs> Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I read it now. Read it now. Your, <laughs> the whole thing. Read the front bit. Yeah. That's who it's for. <laughs> uh, so there are two copies. I've got one and it's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm terrified that she's also got one. <laughs> Uh, somewhere that's probably the most romantic thing anyone's ever done but that's that was part I wanted to be a like I love Russian literature at the time like yeah. uh, there was a thing about being in a tiny freezing room mm-hmm. and yeah. like writing a novel or yeah. drinking like a watery potato soup and living a really hard life but yeah smoking loads of fags just a little <laughs> lamp on yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marlboro Red doing this all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I do. I know exactly what you mean, though. I do. I have that feeling sometimes. Like, like maybe when I get, like, I mean, that was romantic. Ass. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. It isn't. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. sad. It's horrible. No wonder so many of those Russian writers fucking killed themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's sitting there in there and urine. I call that. You know that little bit of tobacco that gets stuck on, like when you smoke a yeah. roll up. Or, yeah, yeah. I call that little yeah. bit of tobacco an actor's gift. Oh, because like when you see an actor get a bit on his tongue, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fucking milking this." <laughs> that's a, what humans do. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a joke. <laughs> so, so writing was always kind of in you. Then it was always something that you yeah. knew you were going towards. It wasn't uh, like yeah, a chore. I, I never thought because I was fucking shy and terrified of people being in front of people, and I did like twelve gigs, twelve stand-up gigs, and. See if I could, you know, because mm. when I was at Chiquitos, I was funny and I met Simon. And he was a stand up and he said, 
why don't you try doing stand-up? Oh, right, yeah. And it was just awful. It was terrible. I did five and they were good. And then I did like another six and they were just fucking awful. Just Sounds terrifying. It takes a lot of balls, man. Even the good ones, I'd come off stage with a fucking migraine. Yeah. yeah, So terrified all day and stuff. So is this worth it? Yeah, it's the, yeah. the build up in the day. Like, yeah, it was oh like golf. God. It's like, why am I not better at this? <laughs> I'm funny. Yeah, he's but doing I, it. I, my lot, yeah. yeah. He's funnier than him. Yeah, yeah. My worst ever gig was uh, I was working at Chiquitos and I was doing a day shift, and uh, this uh, waitress was going to come in at five and then she swapped over and then I took the bus. I was going to Acton or somewhere like that. Mm. But she came in fucking really late. So I was late. I'd been doing Pro Plus and Espressos. <laughs> I was supercharged. <laughs> and it took me like three hours to get to fucking Acton or Ealing in the rain. <laughs> and I got there and I walked in and it was a church hall next to a pub. And there were 11 men sat there having a, like a heckling wall with the compare. And he yeah, saw me yeah. and he invited me on. I took my coat off and I was kind of... Hey guys, like a bit upbeat, <laughs> trying to be a bit upbeat. Yeah. Who likes comedy? <laughs> Who loves laughter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I kind of sat one lump, stood up, and he said, Fuck off, you fat cunt. And I just clicked it back in and, and I just left. I got on the bus and went home. Oh, and man, I was like, Yeah, I'm good. I'm yeah. done. That's the right move, man. But that, <laughs> that journey yeah. home, just uh, uh, play, replaying in your head. Like, imagine him battering him. <laughs> I was so relieved. Do you know what I should, you know what I should have done? Do you know what I should have just been like... I'll fucking show you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, if this bus wasn't on its way to Dagenham, I'd fucking get off I learn you. Him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And then so, because um, I, I, I listened to a few podcasts with uh, with both of you on, and, and talking about the uh, the process of when you guys were writing, you guys would literally sit there together writing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so someone would do a couple lines, the other person would do a couple lines. No, well, we did a fit because we were, you know, when we used to live together, we used to game a lot. Yeah, right. So, right. like, we'd have a big screen and he'd have the controls. And I'd be like, no, no, you missed a plant or you've missed this. There was an ammunition pack there. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we did the same thing is where we had a big monitor and he typed and I sat next to him and we just both looked at the screen and okay yeah yeah that way that's a good way uh, that's how i always imagined writing partners to do yeah it. yeah like in a yeah like the american writers room yeah yeah exactly. yeah we did when we wrote a thing called truth seekers last year and mm-hmm. we used a, a bit of soft what software do we use but you all have the same template and you can be wherever you want in the world yeah and you just add to it and it shows oh, like you a little google what, docs or whatever yeah, something like that. Yeah, that, yeah. That felt kind of nice because you, yeah. you could be you just not coming to work and mm. still work, mm. you know. Yeah, we'll do something similar where we do like a right. Well, we do like fuck around just chatting shit sessions, like to start with. Then like a writer's room sort of thing, but then to sit down and concentrate, Steve will go and do the first pass and then email it round, sort of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, but but we did try, and I guess different things work for different people. But because uh, early on from listening to things and hearing you guys talk about, it, like you know, I don't know, like eight years ago, or whatever, I'd go around his, and the same thing. We put it on a big screen and yeah. we type away, and it was sick. But it felt like it would take longer that way as well, and then and yeah. we end up just chatting about something else and fucking making a roast or whatever. Yeah. And, but but um, but yeah, it's interesting, man. That's kind of how I always imagined it, and and then. 
now looking back at it, I'm like, yes, but you two lived together as well. So that's what was different. Yeah, there just... were like, there were loads of us to, in like, in a, in a house, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I've re- I like, there is something about, I do like writing alone, you know, I know mm-hmm. it sounds, or writing my own thing and not having anyone just write it and say, it's lit. collab afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote a it. film and, yeah. uh, not Warner Brothers, Orion bought it. Oh, and, sick. Uh, so I'm hoping that we can shoot that this year, but that that's a horror comedy, you know, more horror yeah. and about family on an island full of fucking nutcases. You see with um, Paul, are you are you interested in sort of, Aliens, Area Fifty One, and stuff like that. Well, we did it. We did. We we hired an RV and we did the whole trip that the guys do in Paul. Sick. Oh wow. So we At went to Area Fifty One and we went to the little uh, the you know the mailbox little alien. We went to the little alien and they fuck. Oh, yeah. They hate us now. That was one of those things. Yeah. Because we used like we used their logo and well, we I think we were very respectful. We had them down on set a couple of times and. Mm. They were invited to the premiere and we really took care of them and stuff. Mm, yeah. And now if you go to the Little Alien, it's like a, a pool museum. There's like me and Simon's picture everywhere and there's stand cardboard cut out. Wow. So I don't know if the, how they've done it out of it, but every time I met them, like she'd pull me to one side and say, we're being disrespected to her. Oh, this big jolly lady. <laughs> <laughs> we found so much money. We had nothing. What do you want? I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be disrespectful, but at the same time, we didn't realize like, it was a comedy. What? <laughs> yeah. Five dollars, ten. Well, you, I don't know. Well, you, I've got like fifty bucks, <laughs> but I don't. I'm not sure what people. I think people have an expectation of film, and that you're, yeah. if you're in film, you're immediately a multi-millionaire. Yeah. And everyone's oh, getting yeah. a fucking cut of the pie, and everyone's minted. And yeah. Where's Where's their ten million? That's what they're yeah. thinking. Mm. Yeah. I mean. Basically. We we got fuck up. We didn't get any football. We didn't get any back end. There's no, you know. Mm-hmm. The, I think the thing about stuff like this is they say, "Here's the budget. That's what you're getting paid. If yeah. you want more money, then it comes out of the budget." Yeah. And so, do you want the film to be shit? Exactly. Yeah, uh, yes. There's yeah. no back end for you guys, but yeah. you either make a film with this, yeah. or you don't get to make a film. What do you want to do? You know. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're gonna do it. Make you're, the film. You're gonna make the film. Yeah. And especially with films like that, with the, you know, like sci-fi action bits and stuff like that like you, you can't you don't want to make a shit version of that uh, no i mean you want it to be respectful of the genre and the yeah. things that you're aping you know yeah so, yeah i mean yeah we, we did that whole route it was amazing it was an amazing like 10 days it took us fucking freezing yeah. it got to like minus 50 uh and we drove all the way to devil's tower and then as we were getting to devil's tower we put on like this close encounter soundtrack um, and it was a, like a 10 day voyage to get there and then two hours before we get to Devil's Tower which was the point of going yeah. me and Simon had a row and then ended up walking around the tower separately because we couldn't <laughs> stand the sight of each other that is classic best mate that's that... off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a real relationship science just happened yeah people because we couldn't afford a better producer with a higher form of Wi-Fi, yeah, yeah, his Zoom with uh, Zoom Pro, yeah, with Zoom Pro, he hasn't even got Zoom Pro. We've got to stop every fucking forty-five minutes, yeah. Mm. We've had to stop, so we're gonna pick this up again in a couple of days. But don't worry, for you, it's just gonna feel like now in a second. So three, two, one, go. Activate day two, but same day in your mind. Yeah, don't even. So don't worry. We... In, in fact, I didn't even say anything. Just act like I didn't say anything. 
safe. Enjoy. Okay. All right, so that's got us up to current history. Now, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so um, how's things been going recently, man? Like uh, you, you did Truth Seekers. Yeah, Truth Seekers was um, it was uh, it was it was really hard, you know. I always have that thing that you think, oh, it's my idea, and uh, I'm gonna write it, and then it's just gonna be fucking easy. The process will be easy, and it'll be fun, and. But it wasn't easy, and it really yeah. wasn't fun at all. But <laughs> then, like at the end of it, like like six months later, the producer said, "I think we got away with that, you know. <laughs> I think you were all right." I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm not sure if I should be chuffed that we just got away with it." Yeah, yeah. We so like, that's it. enough, you know. But the writing yeah. was weird. It was me and my mate Nat and my mate James. We just sat, and Simon too. But Simon was at home, so the three of us were in the office, and like we just wrote. And we never, we didn't have an ending. We didn't know where we were going to. Right. Yeah. So then we got to a point where we just sat for like 10 days, just looking at each other, thinking, what are we going to fucking do? How are we going to fix this? You know? I hate those moments. It's really, I mean, it was just shitty because it was, it kind of infects each other too. And then nothing, nothing works. Nothing's fun. Yeah. Uh, And then I was speaking to a bloke, a mate I know, and he, he just said, what's the big, like, find the biggest thing in the script, like the biggest through thing. He said, just fucking take it out. Take it all out. And we were like, what? You know, something that you'd never think would not ever be on TV. Yeah. And then we thought, uh, all right, well, fuck it, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> and we just, yeah, like, yeah. That, when that took us, like, 10 days to, like, cut it out surgically yeah. and then put it all back together. But then it was like, oh, easy, let's go, you know, yeah. and that was it, it was fixed, you know. But that happens sometimes, doesn't it? It's like the things that you're sort of, you're married to the idea and yeah, it's like the last, and like Jack, our director of Bibbs Nothing would always come up with an idea like that. And it's always actually quite genius in the end. Yeah. But at the time you're like, what? That's the whole point of the show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a good joke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. If we yeah. If Simon Pegg was here now, he'd he'd Sid he'd be chirping in with a phrase, kill your babies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Love that phrase. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't ever like it. Yeah. I, I, it. I do that. I never like the like, phrase. Stuff I hear in a writer's room and then uh, on an interview might go, it's, you know, you've got to kill your babies. Yeah, kill your babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tougher um, than it sounds. Yeah. Well, we're potty trained in mine at the moment, so Yo, that, nice. It's a fucking it's a pain in the yeah. yeah, I'm saying to my girlfriend, slam shit himself, he'll learn. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's right, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to let my boy, like, last, maybe just before school, teach him. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I think my, I think my old thing about kids is, as long as they're all right when they're 20. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's when it matters. That is when it matters. Yeah, really. And also, if they shit themselves at school, they'll learn their lesson by just getting terrorised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bullying helps. Bullying hell. Well, I've got an older son too, and he's he finds it, you know, tricky sleeping and stuff sometimes. And so, like, often he'll, he'll hop into bed with me in the middle of the night, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna tell all the tough kids at school that what you do, and then you'll then you'll you know it'll stop. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's a yeah. good threat. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrible though. I was always in 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 and out of bed with my mum and dad when I was a kid. I hated being on my own. I was as yeah. well, man. Like till till quite late, man. I mean, 
Well, I say it's not like 19. Like, but, well, but. I, went, I went to like Reading Festival when I was 16 with three mates. Yeah. We set the tents up and then went out and had like was drinking for like four hours. Mm. And then I went to the toilet and then part like this voice said, just fuck off home. And I just got, I left the pub. I didn't tell them. And I just got on a train and phoned my dad and said, can you come and get me from Paddington? <laughs> like, and I didn't see any, any bands at all. Oh my God. I rate that. But it was that, like yes. all like. You hit your social peak. You're like, I'm, I'm done. But I kept seeing these like men, like, I was only 16, but seeing like big men in boots and yeah. like, girls in bras and like the smell of herb. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's too much for me. It's almost, yeah. yeah, this is too adult for me. I'm, I'm not, not ready yet. yet. Yeah, it's too yeah, I, yeah. I felt like that when um, my mate's dad used to, um, he used to DJ to like Psytrance. And at the time, I didn't know what the fuck it was. And like a lot of kids would be like, sick, I'm in a rave, I'm allowed, even though I'm 14 or whatever. Mm. And, uh, and I was there and I remember it feeling like a horror film. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, everyone on like mushrooms, like white guys with dreads, like coming up to you. And I'm just like, oh, I want to go home. And, and, I was like, yeah. and like the same thing, I didn't like the smell of even the incense and shit. I was like, oh, this My mum wouldn't like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm really afraid. Why is that man chained to a radiator? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was literally just fear. That's all I felt. I didn't yeah. feel like, this is cool. I'm allowed. It's like, I felt fear. Yeah. yeah. I feel that now. Yeah. I still have residual fear now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and then most recently, obviously you've done a lot of things out in America and that. Um, yeah. Is that a massive difference then? I suppose you'd already done massive films of your own. Well, it, it, it's, uh, you know what, the thing I, I mean, I like a lot of stuff about our job, but it, it was exactly the same process. Right. Like you could have taken like a grip, like just pulled him out of mm. uh, people just do nothing and pop him straight in like the CBS show, and then do it, you know, they're all the same right. all over yeah. the world. Like right. sparks yeah. are the same and grips are the same. And yeah, yeah, Camera yeah, teams yeah. are the same. They all they'll speak the same language. So yeah. it always feels a little bit like a home game, you know. That's good because they're my favourite people on set. Yeah, well. mine too. Well, COVID made it difficult because, like, you weren't allowed to be with them. You had to kind of be off. Like, right, well, everyone right. in their own little sort of bubble sort of thing. Yeah, and that was difficult for me because I like being with... I like, you know, I like Real listening people. to what fucking lens they're going to use next and yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah. depth of field is. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I like watching Grips put track down. I'm like, yeah, that's good track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. watching a length of track go down. I love watching <laughs> them swing a lens when I first heard yeah. that. I was like, what's that? I like that. Have you ever yeah. done it? Have you ever put one in? Have you ever? No, yeah. no. That's good. I've done it twice. I just shit myself. Once I just bailed out, I said, you do it. Because <laughs> you're like, this is 200 grand, this lens. Yeah, in it, yeah, man. And can you talk about the latest thing you're doing? In it's called Why Women Kill. It's on CBS, yeah. and um, it's the second season of of it. Okay, um, but they're they're not connected at all, other than the fact that it's Why Women Kill. But mm-hmm. but it's ten episodes, ten hours, and it's set in 1949, and it's about wow. me and my wife. And my wife is, you know, we live a good life, and I'm a I'm a really kind vet. Uh, and she isn't happy in our marriage and wants to join this really prestigious garden club. Right. And so she actually just fucking ruins our lives doing doing that, you know. Okay. No, at any cost, she just yeah. changes. And then my little flip is that I also humanely put down people. Wow. Nice. So I'm like a serial killer too. So 
but I can't, like, she ends up killing someone and I just fucking can't believe it because it's like, I help people. You just fucking murdered that man, right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is your, does your character do it? Is that, uh, is it legally or is it still like a... No, fuck no, no, it's got right, like right, a, right. a Harold Shipman syndrome. Right, so he, right, right. Yeah. He meets a woman who has like a liver disease and he, you know, he chats her up and you think, oh, he's going to try and have an affair with her. But he goes to her house and, and puts her down like a fucking cat. Fuck, that sounds sick, man. When's it, uh, when's it coming out uh, in, to the UK then, do you know? I've no idea, I've no idea. I mean, I saw the first season out, did come out here and I watched it. Right, okay. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I saw a trailer on Sky. Yeah, right, right, right. It might be on Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm doing that thing, I do that thing for HBO too called The Nevers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's also come out. And so that's, that's coming out right now as well. So we go oh, okay. back in end of September, or beginning of September to start shooting the second Nice. Uh, second seven episodes or something. So you, what you're saying is you're basically a household name in America. Yeah. <sighs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get, uh, yeah, I'm like the other fat one. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out James Corden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you ones. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, amazing. Well, listen, um, the reason we get our guests onto the show, we pretend that we're interviewing them, but really why everyone's listening is... Uh, it's so that you ask us questions. Yeah. So this is a part of the show we call Ask Us Any Three Questions You Like <laughs> round. Yeah. The three, three questions. questions. Um, my brain's actually just shut down now. It's saying it's actually Pressure. I need to take a bit more ADHD medicine. Right, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Right, it's, so, like, it's like we're telling you to get an erection now. Well, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Fun. laughs> uh, what is, as you go through the drive-through at McDonald's, what's your order? Oh, sweet. Uh, so I know mine. Uh, mine would be, I mean, I'm trying to be a bit better these days, but my original order, especially when I was smoking a lot of weed, would be a Big Mac, large Big Mac meal um, nice. with uh, a Fanta with ice, because um, I like the refreshment. And yeah. then uh, nine chicken nuggets and a double cheeseburger. Nine nuggets. Yeah, nine nuggets. Yeah, because they're like <laughs> they're like nuts. You can just yeah. And then and it's cold as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah, um, and uh, yeah, double cheeseburger and sweet and sour sauce and barbecue. A sauce. double cheeseburger as well. Yeah. Come on, you knew how I got down, man. Come on. That's impressive, yeah, man. Yeah. That's very impressive. What are the test what would the test cadets think about McDonald's? Are they eat? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like there's a time and place for all this stuff, innit? And it's nostalgia. Yeah. These sort of tastes are nostalgia. But I, I always think it'd be nice to have like a posh McDonald's where you get plates and served at, like by a waiter and There is one. Is it- yeah, there's I am not sure where it is. Don't quote me on this, but it's somewhere like maybe, Japan. maybe Singapore or, or, or right, Japan. Right. I know oh. there's a posh KFC in Japan where there's a buffet wow. and you get plates. But uh, I think maybe Singapore somewhere in it's Asia. Like my honeymoon's just sorted itself out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do a tour of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's there is this table service, there's there's plates and yeah, I'll have to wow. you know. I, I wish I knew that. Yeah. Hugo, what's yours? Um well, if it's in season, it's normally a big tasty. I knew it. Meal. Yeah. yeah. Medium, though. I'll go medium. Uh, with six nuggets on the side. Okay. And a Diet Coke, yeah, which is nice. pointless with that meal, but I prefer Diet Coke. Can I just ask as well, Nick, what would yours be? Um, yeah. I'd have medium fries, two double cheeseburgers, and a chocolate milkshake. Nice. That's nice. that's quite a sort of classic, almost like American film style order, isn't it? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. 
yeah, yeah. Sick. Um, all right, let's have number two. What's uh, you're both well travelled? What's your favourite city you've been to that you think? Oh, I could I could live here. That's a sick question. Uh, for me, maybe Vietnam. Like it might be a little bit techy to live there the whole time, but but I loved Vietnam, man. I loved the people, the food. Um, but no, man, it's just and it has everything. It's got like beaches, jungles. Um, yeah, I loved it. But maybe to fully live in Japan would, would be an option for me, man. Because that's you know that even though it's crazy and it's so different, it's still kind of you know Tokyo is still a city like London. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's still like. Mm. easily livable in yes. yeah. I have an odd thing in my brain where I have to watch NHK World all the time nice yeah, so yeah. just on in the background all the time so it feels like, like you're in Asia like yeah I'm yeah. like in a hotel in Tokyo my yeah, I love like, that. Why? what are you doing watching this but it's like hey, it's the fucking it's the Tokyo sumo event starting yeah. another yeah. one in July I'm like yeah I'm getting up at 5am to watch it yeah, right. I love that that's it yeah that's crazy great. thing I mean it's like it gives me hope in terms of my life as an athlete but yeah fucking <laughs> enormous guys they're incredible yeah uh, Hugo I would say uh, New York oh, that's I just cool. love it there and, and every time I've been I'm, in my mind I'm like yeah yeah, probably going to move here quite soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I would have no work and nothing to do, but I would love to live there. Something would come up. Yeah, That would be the dream, innit? Work in Starbucks or something. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And I'd like to be seen as English Hugo. Like, That's what they call you. Yeah. Because yeah. there is yeah. an American one, but he's a fucking dick. <laughs> he's an arsehole, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a trader. Yeah. I'd like to be at a bar. And uh, people go, who's that guy? Oh, that's English Hugo. Yeah, yeah. All right. And everyone that comes up to you goes, wow, I love your accent. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I've lived there. There's, um, was it like on Spring Street, there's a bar called the Spring Street Lounge and me and my mate Danny went drinking there. Like, we went like every day for like 10 days to the same place. And in the end, like it got to a point where I was doing a shift and washing glasses and things. And then like my nice. pictures are behind the wall and stuff. Sick. I yeah. don't drink no more. So sometimes... Like, I'll go and I'll walk past it and look in and I'll see my picture and think, oh, what, a, what an idiot. Oh, man. What, yeah. What a Maybe I'll get back into it. <laughs> That's you it. You be in there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a full-blown alcoholic, you moron. <laughs> go on then, last question. All right. Um, I've got two and they're quite short, so I'm just going to wrap them out. Yeah, yeah. So, favourite trainer? Oh, see. Yeah, I know what that is. Uh, so, mine is Air Max 95. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. English Hugo? Air Max 95, but close second is an Air Max 1. Yeah, the smarter, the smarter one. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. wear it to a funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One can yeah, wear the yeah. triple black to a funeral. <laughs> one, yeah. one definitely oh, yeah, would. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the last one, you've yeah. only, you can only save one of these. Yeah. Reggae or drum and bass? Oh, shit. You know what, yeah? I feel like... I have this problem a lot, yeah, where people look at me as the character and it almost is a disrespect if I don't honour, you know what I mean, what the character would like and shit. But I yeah. suppose Grinder would, to be fair. Drum and bass is something I grew up on. It's a massive part of of my youth and and uh, meeting people yeah. and rave culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I still listen to it this day. I just feel like maybe... There would be no jungle without reggae, and then there wouldn't be no drama. But so for me, it would have to be reggae because there's so much more of it. Do you know what I mean? And it's got so, such a, a deeper lineage. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. it'd have to be reggae for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I would say, I would say, jungle drum and bass, specifically jungle. Right. Like, mm. okay. For me, that's definitely before part it of, got too roboty. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely part of my coming of age raving. Part of my coming a lot of the time. Yeah. I can only come to. Yeah. I can only come to chopper really fast and hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little pearl just flies out. But it's hard. But it's hard. Yeah, it's exactly. Solid. But yeah, yeah. like me. Yeah. Uh, I said to my kid, like my oldest is about to be ten, but when he was like four, I said to him, I said, "Quick, what do you prefer, roots or culture?" <laughs> he went, roots, no culture. <laughs> but like he didn't know what he was talking about. Just what, what word do you prefer? That is amazing. Oh, roots, no culture. <laughs> now be very careful with your answer here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's this will shape you as a man. <laughs> Do you know what else will shape you as a man, Nick? And this was actually meant to come before the round. I just said I got it wrong, yeah? But this is a question we ask all our guests because I feel like uh, it really describes who you are, what you're about, and your whole sort of ethos, yeah? And it is, what is your favourite sandwich? Oh, okay. So part of having a brain disorder means I kind of have to have the same thing all the time. Okay. So it's... White bread. Yep. Uh, a triangle of dairy leaf. Nice. Nice. The other side buttered. Yeah. Yeah. Two slices of square ham and a bag of what's it? What? And then the what's it going inside or no, on, no, the side? on the side? Yeah, yeah. but with every bite. A frazzle. Well, I'll, I'll be allowed a frazzle. I'll, you know, my brain will say, you can have a frazzle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always been that. You know, it's you know. and and do you, do you um, when you travel, is that something you have to make sure is in the fridge or whatever? Is it that uh, deep? Nah, I'm not. Nah. I'm, all, I'm all right. I'm not yeah. fucking rain man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. Um, <laughs> uh, and 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 if you were to have like um, a sandwich out from a place, like let's say uh, you know some of the staples like Cat's Deli or or, or a Bam Me from so, what would that be if you're stepping the game up? Uh, Bammy's quite nice if the bread's like proper fucking crispy and crispy, friendly. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of like like I do that kind of nice um like really crispy salad, like fresh salad Love with that. like chopped pork in it. Love that, yeah. That and you know fun. they put dairy leaves in them a lot of the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yes. you know what I mean. Wow. Yeah. Dairy leaves very big in Vietnam. <laughs> and, well, it's, and laughing cows. Yeah, so. yeah, and that is it, yeah. The laughing cows the one, yeah. Walked past the trolley and it had all laughing cows in it. I was like, bro, this is <laughs> sick. That's what they use. That's the magic. Ooh. It travels. <laughs> it travels it well. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, sick, man. That's amazing, bro. Thank you very much for your time. Um, sorry yeah, it's taken you. so long. I fucked you about a bit and I apologise. Nah, no, nah, listen, man. We fucking both, both came out of both ends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 A dick with two helmets. And that's yeah. it. And there we go. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Nick Frost. Good, guys. Bye bye. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thanks nice for having me, chaps. Be good. Stay alive. We'll try. Yeah. Yeah. This is the outro. See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. A cock with two helmets. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm sort of visualising it. Quite weird, but I like so a it. a lot of responsibility, isn't it? Yeah, where do they connect? Just at the mm. top or? How do you clean them? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, that was Nick Frost. <laughs> he's a fucking yeah. G, man. Um, yeah. I was quite starstruck, to be honest. It was uh, He's someone we've 
kind of, we've sort of grown up on in a sense. Uh, yeah, man. Comedically, Definitely. inspirationally. So uh, yeah, it's pretty sick to to get his time. To be honest, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're welcome, Hollywood. Hugo. Obviously, because he probably likes me more than you. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Did you get that? Yeah, I picked up on that immediately. Yeah. That's why I didn't even ask the best friend question. Yeah, no point. Yeah, not to make you feel because it was obvious. It's obvious. There's chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Big ups everyone for listening. Yeah, you've been amazing. We've been even better because we've done all the work. Shout out Nick Frost. Um, obviously I don't need to tell you like, where to find his shit he is a fucking G uh, and his back catalogue is incredible um, go check out Truth Seekers I think that's on Amazon Prime and watch out for his new thing coming soon mm. yeah soon come mm. I said coming did you hear yeah come see you later see you man oh yeah also we forgot to say that uh, you lot must like and subscribe as well apparently yeah, yeah. just click just click just on click it on it's real it. easy yeah, lift your finger yeah. drop it when you see the like or subscribe done. it done alright yeah. also follow us on Instagram uh, and our new Twitch account because we will be doing live episodes on Twitch every now and then so keep an eye out mm-hmm. both of them are the chatting shit podcast that's the chatting shit podcast alright so follow us on both of them and also if you've got any questions anything you want us to talk about uh, hit us up on the email that's chattingshit1 at gmail.com nice one sweet yeah yeah see you later see ya hey yo will everyone shut the fuck up I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout-out to everyone involved in this podcast. Nah, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check it. house. Who's the video editor? Ha-ha, James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Hip-hop, hip-hop. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy Valentino. 